Hi guys and welcome back to my podcast. We're getting ready for episode number two. And um, if you guys caught cap, if you guys were with me, episode one, you guys know exactly what we're gonna talk about today. It's gonna be addressing the age factor. Does age really matter? Does it? Does it? And we're gonna actually answer that through my little story time. Okay story time today it's so great i hope you guys are ready to my advice and sat in something comfortable because this might be a long story (laughs) i i can talk about anything i can i love talking to people um but i love talking to people about my son so i could sit there and tell you anything about him and um if not for him this podcast would not be possible you know he is the reason why i want to talk about some stuff okay so first things first let's get into story time and now if you guys hear some wind while uh going past the microphone um i just have to explain some things first it's probably my hands because I'm talking to you guys and I'm talking to you as if I'm talking to another person sitting in front of me and how I talk is by flailing my arms around and like karate chop hands that's that's how if you know me you guys know that and I, 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 it must be a local thing I mean like it's a Hawaii thing we'll just say that even though a lot of locals would probably deny it while waving their hands in the air. But <laughs> I like to talk and I talk with my hands. And so just imagine, if you will, me sitting here talking to you. You know, we're sitting across from each other and I'm flailing my hands in the air. That's all you guys got to imagine. That's what that, if you guys hear when, I mean, I'm sure the mic's not going to pick it up. But if you do hear like a go past the mic, that was my hands because I talk a lot with my hands and I'm, I'm talking to you as if I'm actually talking to you, but you know, story time and I'll cut it with the butts. Story time for today is about what my pregnancy was really like for me. Now, there are a lot of things I know people, if I could rate zero as the worst, 10 as the best experience being pregnant i'd probably rate it a two i i mean i would want to rate it a zero but i mean i got my son out of it so i can't it can't be that bad right so i'll rate it a two and (laughs) so all of that's going to be answered at the end of the podcast because we'll get that you know you'll find out why i rated a two and if age really matters right Let's get into my story time. So, 22 years old. 22 years old. Doing the karate hands now. 22 years old. I go to the doctors because I was sick. I had like a flu or a cold or something. I don't remember. But I went to the doctors and I actually needed to go to a gynecologist too. So I went to the gynecologist and the gynecologist tells me, that I am not able to have children, flat out. Like, oh, I checked you, uh, there's something growing on your cervix, it usually leads to this kind of problems, you're probably not gonna be able to have children. Now, I took away from that meaning, as I, this is all I heard, I, you cannot have children, that's all I heard. I swear that's all I heard. I don't even remember the details. I don't remember what it was called. I do remember that uh, he was also saying that a lot of women whose mother or grandmother um, on their maternal side, if they've experienced a lot of miscarriages or if they had some certain medication because they had a lot of miscarriages, would cause that 
towards that whatever growth that was on my cervix. So, um, I do kind of remember that, but all I heard from that meeting was, you cannot have children. I was bummed. I was really hurt. I was really sad. I was 22. I was really sad because I've always wanted to have kids. And I come from a big family. My, my ohana is huge. Okay. But my main ohana is just me and my two brothers. Okay. So mom, dad, me and my two brothers. I was the oldest of three. But I am the oldest of I'm not even gonna guess. It's like 30-something grandkids. I'm the oldest, and I've been around kids from a very young age because after I was born, it took three years before my, the first cousins were born and my brother. So, you know, I had I had the family all to myself. I got spoiled. I know it. I know it. I'm not gonna deny it. I got spoiled. Right? I was a spoiled brat for three years until everybody else came along and I was like not the spoiled brat anymore, but still the spoiled brat. Anyway, I was always around kids. And so I always felt like I wanted to have a lot of kids. I wanted to have a big family, even though it was only me and my two brothers. I only had two other siblings. And, um,. But I was satisfied with just having one kid, one boy and one girl. I would have been satisfied with two kids. But I wanted to have a lot of kids. Okay. That was just what I thought. So when I was told that at 22, that kind of went out the window. I just kicked that out of the door. I didn't think about it anymore. And so I never really did anything to prevent me from getting pregnant. Now. My husband and I, we did, you know, we had, you know, safe. I mean, if we're going to talk about this kind of stuff, we're going to talk about it, right? We never really wore the beginning we did. And then we got tested. And then we did it. Okay. So, you know, it was, uh, I took precautions in the beginning. Did I know I was going to be with him for 20 years? No, I didn't. But we we were using precautions and then we got tested and we decided we didn't need them anymore and i didn't get pregnant because i thought i wasn't gonna be able to right and i was kind of upset because i would see on the news even through my own family that there were a lot of children that weren't being taken care of that were that people were having kids left and right and not even taking care of their kids that upset me because i was like i could be a really good mom like i would be a really good mom because i wouldn't mistreat my kids like that that's just that sucks you know that why 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 does that person get to have kids and i don't like that's not fair you know that's how i was going through life like well come on really like I'm going to be judged for not to not have these kids and all of these people are having kids and they abuse them. They don't feed them. They neglect them. You know, I, and, and that was just me and my sour grapes moment. You know, I was like, whatever. I can't have kids anyways. I don't want them. You know, I don't want kids, whatever. And um, up until I was a little bit older, I never really thought about it. It's crazy because at one moment in my life, it was a big thing. I wanted them. But after a while, I didn't. I didn't really care. I didn't, it's not that I didn't want to have kids anymore. I just didn't care if I was going to have them or not. And so we catch up. Right, time 37. Still haven't gotten pregnant, right? Still, still didn't, you know, um, have a kid yet. Some close calls. They thought, you know, we thought it was, but then they said it wasn't. I mean, I might have, 
it was um false pregnancies a couple of them they thought i thought it was miscarriages and they said well you might have had you might have started it might have started to become that and it didn't take so we had a lot of disappointment for a while but even then i was like i can't have kids anyway so why am i worried about it right but now we get up to like i'm 37 all right so i finally do get pregnant now and let's get up to this point where i'm getting pregnant now i didn't know okay honest to god i didn't know because i wasn't checking i mean i i wasn't worried about it right so i didn't buy go out and buy pregnancy tests after pregnancy test after pregnancy test for every little thing but there were a couple other things that were at play at the same time one of them was uh i wasn't getting morning sickness the other one was i was still having my full-blown period so i didn't have any reason to check right i mean you know mm, i don't i don't i don't know i don't think so right like no 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 can't be can't be even my we went out to eat dinner one day or lunch and i looked like i was about to die that's what my mother says i was so pale and white and i was just thinking i just needed sugar <laughs> so i sent my husband to go buy me a donut a chocolate donut with sugar on it so that i could you know perhaps i'm having a low sugar count low blood sugar level or something and he needed something to fill that and so i we, he went and he got me a donut but my brother was like are you pregnant like you don't look great okay see so that was a sign right and then there was another thing that was happening is I, I started craving oranges a lot. And I don't really, I mean, now I really love oranges. I go and buy oranges all the time. I always look out. I look for when, you know, my favorite orange is the sumo orange. Okay. If you guys ever, ever come across sumo in, the, they look like navel. They look like navel. They have like the big little pico sticking out, right? This round, and then there's like this thing sticking out on the top. But look if it's sumo, S-U-M-O, sumo oranges. Get those because they are the sweetest oranges. They're so good. And when they're in season, oh my God, they're hella expensive, just saying. But I'm willing to make that sacrifice to get me some sumo oranges, okay? So just a recommendation. If you find them, buy them up. I love them. They're perfect. Back to the story. Oranges. So I was craving oranges a lot. And I was like, I don't usually eat a lot of oranges. So it's really weird that I only want to eat orange. I mean, like, I could eat everything else, and then I was fine. They just didn't taste well. You know, they, nothing tastes good to me. I had a bland palate. I was, like, adding salt to things, and everybody was like, it's freaking salty. What are you doing? And I'm like, I don't care. I can't taste anything, and I'll be adding more salt. Which can be dangerous, especially when you're pregnant. <laughs> so, you know... I started doing that and so that was a sign you know bland palate um i was craving something i don't i was craving and i know it's a craving when all you think about is that so i was taking like four or five oranges with me to work and i would eat all of them at work or if before i go home i would you know peel them all put them in a container and then when i go to work i was eating them like I was drinking water okay and i'm an avid coffee drinker i love coffee i love soda as well too but before i would go to work at i had two jobs at that time well technically three but the last job i was leaving 
I was only gonna have the two jobs. So those two jobs in the morning, I would go to work at one job, my main job, and I would make coffee, drink coffee all day. Then I would come home and then I would go to my second job and I would have soda. So when I got pregnant, the other sign was water. I didn't drink coffee. I couldn't. I didn't like the taste. Not that I didn't like the taste. I just didn't want to drink the coffee. I wanted to drink water. I was craving a lot of water. And I knew at that point that my body was telling me something. I didn't know what it was. I thought, okay, maybe I'm sick. Because right after that, I started using the bathroom a lot. Like at night, I could sleep all the way through. Like eight hours of sleep I could sleep all the way through from night all the way to morning wake up in the morning and I would wake up every every so often to use the bathroom like I had to get out throughout the night to use the bathroom and I would go I would I would go and pee all the time I always had to use the bathroom Okay, so getting back to using the bathroom all the time, it was, my body was just telling me something and I wasn't paying attention for a little bit. And finally I decided, okay, I'm gonna take a pregnancy test, a home pregnancy test. I gotta figure it out because something is going on. So I took the first test, it came out that I was pregnant. I was like, hell no, that's not right. Like there's no way. Right, because if I believed what I was told, that means there's no way that thing is gonna be positive, right? And so I went back to the store and I bought more. Nine tests later, it still showed up that I was pregnant. I think for that, that was the first moment I was like, wow, wow, this is really a thing, right? And so I talked to my mom about it. She's like, okay, well, tomorrow when we get up, because it was really like late in the afternoon, like late in the evening. She said, well, tomorrow, why don't you go and make a doctor's appointment and we'll go, you know, just call and schedule a doctor's appointment so we can make sure. And that way you can start getting, you know, if you if you definitely are pregnant then we can go and we can address that if not we can address that right so i'm like okay and at this time my husband he was just like oh really wow that's shocking i mean what other what other emotion was i gonna get from her like what did i expect for him to to say right like of course that was gonna be his reaction right so the next morning we wake up. We want to go. We want to go shopping in the morning, get some groceries before I go to go before I have to go to work. So, cause that was our Friday routine, right? We go shopping. I get ready. I go to work. And so we went. Started shopping. I have to use. I have to use the bathroom because I'm like something's wrong. Like it doesn't feel right. I go to the bathroom, and I notice. Okay. TMI, I'm so sorry if if this is grossing you guys out, but I noticed I'm bleeding a lot. And so I'm in the bathroom, I'm trying to, you know, wipe it up, and I realize that I'm crying hysterically. And I'm very sorry if that is gonna make you guys feel any sort of way. But I think that was the most scared I was, I ever was in my life, was that moment. I mean, I'm sitting in the bathroom at the sh- at, at this grocery store, trying to trying to soak everything up with toilet paper down my legs, and I'm. I'm sobbing. I mean, if somebody was outside, 
I was going to come into that bathroom at that moment, they probably turned around and walked back out because that's how loud I was crying in the bathroom. And, you know, it. I think that was the first time that I actually sat there and I was like, please don't let this be. Like, that's not fair. You know, I, I sat there and I was like, this, this, this is not fair. This is so not fair. How, how is it that I was, I just found out yesterday that I'm probably pregnant and already this is happening. Like, why can't I even get a fair shot to be, to be this kid's mom? Like, that's not fair. And maybe, you know, at that moment, I was... I don't want to say this because I do believe that that God exists. And at that moment, I kind of was calling him out. And I don't, I don't think that was the right thing for me to do. Absolutely. But I think people do that when they're afraid and they're in fear. You know, when there's there's fear there and I was really upset and I came out of there and my mom saw my face and she said what's wrong and I I told her like trying not to cry I told her what was going on and she said okay well let's go we're gonna go we're gonna go to the hospital okay you I went, I told her I want to go home first. I'm going to call my job and tell them I'm not coming to work. And I'm going to, I want to go home and I want to clean up first before I go to the doctors. Before I go to the emergency room. Was that the right decision or not? I don't know. But I just wanted to wash away all of that. Just at that moment. And so we go and we go to the hospital, right? We go home, do whatever. I make my phone calls. We go to the hospital. They, you know, they, they're like, okay, well, what's wrong? I tell them what's wrong. So at first they, they made us wait for a little while and then they took me in because I was still bleeding. And they wanted to do testing first. So we did some testing. And um, it was only like shishi test, right? So I pee in the cup. Okay, you're pregnant, but um, we're gonna, we've gotta, we gotta do some, run some other tests, and then we're gonna take you for an ultrasound. So I'm like, okay. So we're sitting there laying down, and the the nurse that I had, it was actually a male nurse. He was actually really, really nice, and he kind of like sat me down and made me comfortable and he was like so is it your first one like yeah I said well yeah this is gonna be my first one <laughs> and he goes oh I know what you're saying he's like ah it's gonna be fine you know it happens sometimes it's a natural thing and he's like I have kids I mean it's 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 all good and I'm like funny <laughs> you know funny that you would say that you know you're not the one having the kid right i mean he's like yeah, yeah whatever it's 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 cool so he asked me we talk about names we talk about nicknames and all of that fun stuff and um you know i admittedly i did not go that deep into everything but because I wasn't thinking that far ahead yet. I mean, this is just something I just found out the day before. And the next day, I'm already at the possibility of it getting taken away from me. I was not thinking about naming the child. I wasn't thinking about, oh, it, 
you know, are, is it going to have straight hair? Is it going to have long hair? Is it going to have curly hair? Is it going to have brown eyes, blue eyes, green eyes? You know, I wasn't thinking about all of that. At that moment and that time, I was like, am I going to go home with this baby? <laughs> that was my whole entire thought. And so we go through the whole thing. And then we go. And they go, okay, well, we're going to take an ultrasound because we got to know for fact what's going on. So I said, okay. Because in order to do any more testing, they got to find out if I'm pregnant first. So we go, they take me in the back. I go through my ultrasound. My mom's in the front. And um, so she says that she's going to wait there for me, you know, in the emergency room. So I said, okay, fine. And I went by myself. Guys, remember that first time you ever did an ultrasound and the first time you ever laid eyes on your kid? Isn't that the greatest feeling in the world? Because it was for me. I really was, I was dreading that I wasn't going to see anything there. But lo and behold, there he was. Floating around, swimming around like nobody else's business. And it's comfy little home. When I saw that ultrasound and I saw him for the first time, I fell absolutely in love. I mean, if you don't believe in love at first sight, go to your first ultrasound. Because it was absolutely love at first sight. But the nurse was like, wait. The ultrasound technician was like, what? Wait, how 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 far along are you? I said, I actually don't know. I was thinking a couple of weeks. <laughs> if she never looked at me, you know how people look at you and they have like the uh the, the glasses at the end of their nose and they're like looking at you like they're rolling their eyes at the same time. Okay, that was the look that I got, right? She looked at me, she was like, girl. Judging from the size of this fetus, you are 12 weeks pregnant. I just about died. I was like, wait, 12 weeks? What? <laughs> and she was like, are you sure you're only um, like a couple weeks pregnant? I was like, I swear to God, I did not know. She's like, how did you not know? I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I've never been a mom before. That's how I did not know. You know? <laughs> And she started giggling, and it was, it was, for us, it was a funny moment. But I seriously was sitting there like, what, wait, when did I, when was the last time we got into my, my Like, I was trying to add everything up in my head, because, like I said, right, there were a couple of signs there, but my body was still functioning as if I wasn't pregnant. Okay, so that's kind of weird, but... We'll get past that because I, my friends were calling me the lady who didn't know she was pregnant. And I was not on that show. Okay, I'm just saying I wasn't on that show. But I didn't know that I was pregnant, okay? Which cracks me up because that same exact friend, the same thing happened to her. That's what we get for not paying attention to ourselves, right? Anyway. So lo and behold that day and I took it back you know being mad at God at whoever I took it back because I I I I, I was scared before but now now this was going to be the real test that well now is the real test but then at that moment because my life and my son's life was being, you know, my life, my husband's life, my son's life was all being made at that moment. That was going to be the real work. This was going to be the test. Like I said, that first, that first ultrasound, that first second, I seen that baby. I wasn't ready. I was ready to take the world on for him. Regardless. And that's how I still feel today. 
right so right after that they decide okay so here's the numbers these are all the doctors that you have to you know this is the doctors that you can get in touch with i called one got a doctor whoop thank you jesus i get a doctor's appointment i go doctor tells me all right so let's figure out how old i mean he goes he's looking at the ultrasound he goes oh you didn't know about this like no he goes okay well there's a couple of things that we gotta worry about one this is considered a high-risk pregnancy and uh you're not you're not gonna be able to have a natural birth i mean we can try we can put that down but i'm it's probably gonna be difficult because of your age um they actually recommend they actually really recommend a cesarean okay so i was like okay fine cesarean right didn't think anything of it it's called a high-risk pregnancy he goes it used to be called geriatric pregnancy but we changed that i was like sitting there looking at him like wow thanks They took the word ger- geriatric off of there and just call it a high-risk pregnancy. Now, I mean, because of your age, which kind of, it's kind of funny. But at least they're not calling me geriatric anymore, right? So we go, I get the doctor. We, you know, he asked me why I didn't know, like what you know, what kind of things. So just the things that I explained to you is the same things that I told my doctor. And he was like, okay, well, I mean, that's a possibility. He goes, normally it's not a normal thing for a woman to still have a, a pregnancy. I'm not pregnancy, a period when they're pregnant. It's not normal. It can happen from time to time. Most times it's founded. It's found that it's not even a full pregnancy. It's usually like spotting. And I was telling him, no, it's not spotting. Okay. And it's it's always happening, you know what I mean? All right. So after my first appointment, we go through, we got another ultrasound. Um, they listen for his heartbeat. They re- measure his heartbeat. Everything's good. He looks healthy. You know, we're just going to, there's some things, there's some testing that I'm going to have to do at certain times of, you know, the pregnancy and the terms, but we're, you know, we're going to get through this. And like I said before, I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, but my pregnancy for me was beautiful, horrible at the same time, beautiful and horrible. It was a horribly beautiful pregnancy. And, you know, there's, if you're wondering why I say it's horribly beautiful, I mean, it was a beautiful thing. I loved being pregnant because just knowing what your body is doing, it's amazing. I mean, science is amazing, right? And I feel like it's the afterthought that really, really gets you, like, just knowing that you're going to have a little child holding your hand soon you know you're gonna get to hold a baby you're gonna get to feed it you know you're gonna get to do all these things and um it was horrible because of all the testing i had to do now that is a that is a real thing when you're older and you're pregnant there are a lot more testing that needs to be done because they have to make they're they're trying to make sure that yourself and the baby are safe all the time. I mean, I don't know about you, but I had I had doctor's appointments every week from the time they found out. Well, first it was every two weeks. And then after, when, once I reached my, the middle of my second trimester. So it was like, my fifth month i was five months pregnant i started from then on it was every week i had to go in to the doctors they flew me from one island they flew me from maui to oahu to do a testing and they tested for because of uh when you're later when you're older and you get pregnant 
because your body is producing differently. You know, when you're younger, you have, you know, you're healthier technically. But when you're a little bit older, there are factors that change some of it. So according to statistics, and this is just what I've been told and not from any book. So I can't reference anything to you, give you guys any information about that. But when you're older and you're having children, the possibility of your child having um, neurological disorders, uh, deformities, Down syndrome, all of that, you're at a higher risk of getting. That's why it's called a high risk pregnancy because not only is your life um, at risk, but also um, how do I put it? Not only are you in danger of losing your life, but you can also, the baby can also come up with all of these things. And it didn't help the fact that I was 12 weeks pregnant when I found out I was pregnant. So he missed those first three months of prenatal care, which is supposedly the most important of all of the times that you're pregnant. The early care, making sure you get your care early like getting those vitamins, your prenatal vitamins and all your prenatal care done early is much better. So that is also a tip for anybody who's pregnant or going to be pregnant or wants to get pregnant. You have to make sure that you meet all of the baby's prenatal needs. Because in the end, you might be risking something. Okay? So we have to take different tests and I'm not gonna I don't want to make it sound negative for anybody it was just my experience but I even went and they did a test they needed to look through ambiotic fluid that is one test and I was like, they tell you when you go there, okay, there's two ways we can do it. There's an evasive way and there's a non-evasive way. Okay. So I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I want to know what's the evasive way. Because that means the non-evasive way is going to be a walk in the park, right? So they tell me, oh, well, we're going to stick this giant needle through your pico, through your belly button. And we're going we're gonna to stick it all the way in until it reaches the child and... And we're going to, the placenta, we're going to remove some of the placenta and the amniotic fluid that's in the sac that your baby is in. Now, possibilities are, you know, we could hurt. There is bleeding, you know, you can hemorrhage, you can, all the way up until, like, you can die. (laughs) Or the baby can die. So I was like, okay, okay, you know what? I don't want to do that definitely that's no take that off of the list right and so they say okay well the non-invasive one is we just take a blood we take blood from your vein that's it we check we check your blood because we can find it in your blood now so i'm like um okay sure and me i hate needles i don't like needles but blood i'm okay with i'm okay with giving blood because i donate blood so you know why that to me was like okay yeah that really is a walk in the park so we do that we get through it they tell us oh um i get a phone call a couple you know a couple weeks later well first of all when we took the testing the lady was one of the doctors the nurses was explaining to us all the things that they were going to be searching for And she said, there is a big possibility because of your age that your child might end up with Down syndrome. And these are your options. And I told her, if the options were not me having this child, then they can take the options and put it where the sun don't shine. In those nice, in those really nice terms. And I didn't mean any harm to the thing. Like, I wasn't trying to say that to be a B, you know, a B, a big B, or an A, a B, A. You know what I mean? And that moment I was like, no. Okay, I don't care if he comes out with one eye and one arm. Okay, this is my kid. It's all or nothing. Sorry. Sorry. You know, there's no way. At that moment, I understood why 
what was going on. And I understood why I was having the baby now and I didn't have the baby earlier. I mean, it's truly enlightening when you really think about it. At that moment, I knew no matter what happened, I was going to do anything for this child. Anything. Okay. Now, I don't mean like I'm just going to go out and rob a bank for the cop. I mean, I'm definitely not going to do that. But I wasn't going to let anybody hurt this child. I wasn't going to let anything happen to him. There was no way I was going to be... I was going to protect him no matter what. He is mine. I was not going to let anything take him away. And I know now that's why things worked out the way it did. Maybe, you know, would, would I have said the same thing if I had had him when I was earlier? Probably. Probably. But at that moment in time, I knew that I could do, there was a lot of things that I could do for him. And it was only possible because I've grown up and got past all the immature crap that we deal with when we're young. I had a better frame of mind of how I was going to do things. So, having said that, having done that, there's nothing that was ever going to change my mind about him already. He was he was mine. Like I said, after that first ultrasound that I had and I seen him for the first time, I laid my eyes on him. There was nothing in the world that was going to take him away from me. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And so, you know, this pregnancy, it was really, really rough, right? I, I did experience a lot of good, and but I also experienced a lot of bad too. And what I mean by bad, I mean, I, I don't mean bad like it, it was horrible. I mean like the t- the testing. I mean probably is the only thing I really complained about. I mean, the swollen feet, that's all natural. That's all normal, right? Everybody gets swollen feet, swollen body, swollen face, big nose. <laughs> you know, and, and when I was pregnant, I look back at all the pictures of me when I was pregnant. And I didn't even look pregnant. I just looked fat. I mean, really, I just looked like I just gained a whole lot of weight. I didn't look pregnant. And one of the things about being pregnant that I used to like when other women was pregnant, I thought they were the most beautiful when they were about to have the child. I thought that they looked so beautiful. And I wanted that for myself. And unfortunately, my son, well, he came uh, 10, he came 10 weeks early. Well, actually, nine weeks early. And they tried at the hospital. And that is... That is the closing for this episode. As far as my experience with my pregnancy, it wasn't It wasn't that bad. And it wasn't, that, it wasn't the greatest. I wish that I was able to hold him, like I said, full term. He did come in a little bit early. And we're going to talk about that next in the next episode we're gonna talk about what it was like the experience i had in the hospital having him and um you know we're gonna address some other things but let's close up this episode okay so this episode again we're gonna answer that question does age really matter does age really matter i can't even speak i don't know what's going on and um and to friends that I talked to and they gave me some some of their opinions. I'm not gonna share them personal opinions, but I will say most people don't don't really agree that it matters. Okay, and I don't really agree either. I I don't really agree. And I'll tell you why, because I I used to think that it mattered. Right? I used to think that 
had I had him at a different age, my life would have been different. And that's true. Life for me would have been different. Life for him would have been different. You know, but I think I like the person I am today compared to the person I was, you know, 18 years ago. The person I was 18 years ago wasn't ready for him. The person I am today is. You know, and that was a lot of different things that was on there. So there were, you know, there's a lot of different things that I have now that would have been different from my younger self, you know, because I have now I have a partner. And okay, so these are a bunch of things that I want everybody to think about if they're going like if you're going to be a first time mom. Whether you're young or old, it doesn't matter, okay? Age, take that off the table. Let's take age off of the table. Let's talk about what really matters, and that is you. Who you are today, where you are in your life, that's what matters, okay? What matters is, are you still at the time of your life where you're just thinking about... um, you're still finding yourself. Is there things that you want to do in life? Like going to college. Like like um, starting a career. Okay. You get pregnant today. Or you get your, your girlfriend or your wife pregnant today. They're going to have to give that up. And maybe not for... Not forever. But for that for a little bit of your a little bit of time you are gonna have to give that up right if you're still in a moment in your life where you're still out there partying and having a good time then you absolutely are not ready i mean if it happens it happens everybody everybody's gonna grow everybody's gonna figure it out you know but for yourself for your future children you want to make sure that you are ready mentally, emotionally, financially. You make sure you, you cross and check those things off of the checklist. And I, I know a lot of people are like, oh, that's oh, that's so irritating. I hate checklists. Oh, your mental checklist, okay? It's kind of like your bucket list, right? When you create a bucket list before you die because these are things that you want to, you know, you want to do before you die. You know, that's great. That's a good thing. That's that's good because then you can list off all the things that you want to do. And, you know, you're putting accountability on yourself to go and achieve that. Should be the same way with having kids. Check off. Like, do you have a loving partner in your life? Yes or no? I will tell you, not having support a loving partner, a patient partner does make a difference. If you don't have one, it's going to be a lot harder for you and your child or your children. Okay? So you have to you have to that's that's one thing you need. You need support from a partner. You need support from your family. Like you don't need your family to give you $5 to go and do whatever. Okay, I'm not saying that you need to have financial family support. No, 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 no. What I mean is like your mom, right? Your mom's an expert at this thing. So she can answer any of your questions, right? I mean, your mom is a good a, res- a good resource. She's going to be a good support if you need help. You know, having a family there to support you is a good thing. And I'm next episode i will tell you guys about that too all right and um get all of your life experiences out of the way because when you have your children you you it's not even about yourself anymore now it's all about your kids it is all about your kids no matter what age you have them at life is about your children it's nothing else matters like you are living for your kids now (laughs) and having the right frame of mind 
when you are ready, you are mature, that is the right time to have your children. It doesn't matter what age you're at. If you're having kids at a younger age, like I said, most people can are mature at that age, have matured to the part where they're ready to have a kid, children. You know, there are some people who are at 22, know themselves so well. They know exactly what they want to do in life. They are ready for that. They are committed. That is great. That is absolutely fantastic. I know at at, that age, I wasn't ready for that. But now, at this age, I am. It's a lifelong commitment. You've made a lifelong commitment. And you got to be willing to live it out for the rest of your life. That is what really matters. Does age matter? Not really. Maybe physically, all right? Because physically, it's better to have children at a younger age. But benefits of having children at an older age, um, there are certain things. Wait, you know what? I didn't even address some of that stuff. So what I read was having children at a younger age is a lot of benefits. One, you have a lot more energy, your body, you're in a healthier shape, right? Your body is developing, develops differently. So, you know, um, you're actually more fertile. So you can get pregnant more when you're younger and you're having children. I mean, if that's something that you're looking at, that's great. Cause physically, that is the benefit of having children at a young age all right but having children a little bit later down in life like say we're the example i give you was your early 20s we're in our late 20s maybe early 30s some of the benefits is you've established who you are right we already talked about that you have a more mature frame of mind um there was also something i seen that uh older parents uh, the children tend to seek higher education. Wait, let me look back and see. Uh, they achieve higher levels of education. And let me tell you a little bit something about that before we go. Um, I believe that to be true because without even reading that thing, uh, I do the same thing with Cal- uh, my son. I get him you know i i try to not push him but i always work with him as far as education so i'm always like what is left what is f what's the sound of f what sound does f make what does it look like let's write it let's write it down what words you know what words begin what you know what is this picture what number is this what you know we're working on this today i do that and the teacher was like wow you work with him a lot and i said you know why because the one job i believe i have is to be the person that really takes responsibility for his education now i'm not saying that the teacher's not doing her job his teacher's fantastic i love her a lot she is a great teacher okay she's kind of taught me a lot too i mean just from knowing you know, listening to her and the way she talks and how she addresses things. She's really, you know, I really like her. I love her. She's the great, she's great. You know, and I told her my biggest job is to make sure that I support you and not the other way around, not you support me. No, I support you because whatever you're going to teach my son, I have to make sure he knows that that's what he's supposed to be doing. That's what he's supposed to be learning. And now I'm not saying that I'm the best mom in the whole entire world. No. But I will, for his teacher and for any teacher in the future, you know, I'm going to take responsibility for his. I'm not going to throw the teacher under the bus. If my son is not learning the way he's supposed to be learning, not doing the things he's supposed to be doing, not advancing the way he's supposed to, guess whose job it was to make sure that he does? Here's my job. And now more parents are starting to feel that more than ever. And I will not knock down another parent and say that they're not doing a good enough job because who am I to say that? I'm nobody. I can't say that. 
but I will say that my job is for my son I will say that and that's what happened with him a couple years ago I gave up I quit my job because he was starting school he still there still was some issues with him he you know and it wasn't because it wasn't because the teacher was doing a horrible job no it was not get the teacher doing a bad job out of your head okay the teacher was doing everything she needed to do I needed to step up and start start taking responsibility for everything and actually no he didn't even start school yet he didn't even get a teacher yet and I already was in that frame of mind that I was gonna make sure that that he gets the education that he's supposed to because I want better for him I want him to have a life because I've seen what schooling can and cannot do for you okay like I it's not that I'm breezed through high school but I was you know I was kind of eh, through high school and I was smart I I knew I, I knew things you know what I mean but at 17 18 you always know everything right and going through life and living the way that I did and you know, trying to figure out who I was. You know, I want my son to have the option of going to a good college, of getting a good education, a better education, or the greatest education he can find. You know, I want him to make a difference in the world, is what I'm saying. Because him making a difference for himself and for the world is going to make the world a better place. Hopefully, you know, I want him I want him to be out there in the world and not be afraid to be whoever he chooses to be. And you know what? I cannot be more excited to see who he's going to turn out to be. You know, and I like I said, I'm going to take responsibility for everything. If he doesn't if he's not doing good, I'm gonna, you know, that's my, my, that's, that's my sign to start making sure that I keep my eyes on him. And I'm not trying to be a helicopter mom, okay? I don't want to be a helicopter mom. I just want my son to be able to get things and receive opportunities the best opportunities that he can have in life and one of them is making sure that he's going to get the best education that he can have all right guys well on that note let's end this in a good way let's look forward to next episode okay and let, let me tell you next episode episode three is going to be all about actually having him and what i had to go through what he had to go through what everybody else had to experience because you know we know what e right so the family the family is always around all of your family your cousins your aunties your uncles your sister-in-law your brother-in-law everybody your mother-in-law your grandma your grandpa everybody is you're gonna have family around you all the time okay because that's how we are you know we try not to leave anybody behind right like the saying right so we'll talk more about that in our next episode and i'm gonna actually talk to you it might be a little bit more of a somber feeling on the next episode um because we're also gonna talk about guilt and uh what guilt really means when you're a mom sometimes it can be about postpartum you know but i i'll explain that to you guys in the next episode i don't want to get too deep in there because then you guys are not going to know what we're having and then it's this is going to be a four hour long episode okay so no we're cutting it right now all right guys we're cutting it don't forget check your ice box right make sure your fridges are fully stocked i'm so glad you guys were able to 
be here with me and um i'm so happy to be talking to you guys about this now if you guys are having problems you know there's always you know people to find that can help you i you know maybe on the next episode i'll start posting numbers or something in the description but you know if you guys need help more than what i can do i mean i'm not even really helping you guys we're just talking story here but there are some people who maybe do need a little bit of help with whatever depression anxiety anything that you guys feel like you guys need somebody to talk to please 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 find a professional you know look up a professional maybe I can find some numbers and post it in my descriptions for you guys but you guys take care and I'll see you guys in the next episode all right um yeah let's get out of here guys bye